Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationship with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Well, thank you for joining us today on the Table and Well podcast. Uh, This is episode number 15, I think. I'm not 100% sure because we do... 15 of the season? Season two. Yeah, 15 for season two. Yeah, no, this is... Yeah, we've... 15 of season two. Um, And our stories from the table, we're continuing to talk about just... Uh, what the Lord's doing at our table, at tables around the world, and people that we are connected with. Um, again, guys, as always, please feel free to download and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform. Um, and if you happen to be watching on YouTube, you can subscribe at our YouTube channel, which is Table and Well Co. So today we have some really great guests with us, some friends of ours all the way from Israel, and they've already gone through a full day. So they're giving us some time at the end of the day. And I would love to just introduce you guys to Richard and Carolyn Hyde. And guys, one, how are you doing? And two, I'd love for you just to introduce yourself so the people who are listening can and, or watching can just get a little bit a glimpse of who you are and, and where you're where you're where you are in the world. I already said that, but um, and maybe just something um interesting about you guys. There's a lot interesting about you, actually. Yeah, for so, sure. Pick something. Pick something, one thing, just one. <laughs> <laughs> so Richard, so where you do- start? Yeah, we're doing great. You know, yeah. it's always good to see you guys and and this is Shabbat. So yeah. it, the sun is going down and we see in our orthodox uh, neighborhood the guys in their uh talits and all their things walking, you know, to uh synagogue and usually our dog is barking at them. <laughs> we have a new thing. She's in the backyard. Yeah, we, we put her into exile on Friday nights now. <laughs> okay, yeah. For quiet <laughs> and rest. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but you can tell from our accents that that we're American citizens. Uh, we moved to Israel all uh, 19 years ago. Wow. wow. Um, and we have five kids that are all in the land with us here. And 17 grandkids that were born and raised here in Israel, they're, they're, they're sobras. Wow. Amazing. Um, That's yeah. very unusual. Um, yes, most everybody we know who's our age, who made Aliyah. Um, Aliyah is the right of yeah. return of the Jewish people to come home. Mm-hmm. And um, most all of them, their children are still living in the exile, as we call it, or the Galut. <laughs> and um, they don't want to come. They're comfortable. And so they don't, maybe they get to see their grandchildren once or twice a year. Wow. Whereas we see ours at least once a week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I heard. Very grateful. Very yeah. grateful. I think you said today you saw how many of them today? <laughs> Just today? 14 of them, I think. 14 out of 17. <laughs> That's fun. What are, what's the age range again? Uh, newborn to 18. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. What a gift. What a gift. Yeah, it is a gift. It really well, is. we're we're in pro-life ministry too. So we like to say we practice what we preach. <laughs> practice what you preach. <laughs> yes. Yes. We, you we do. do our part. You do our part. I love it. <laughs> love it. I love that. That is great. So Richard, tell us just a little bit maybe about you. Just something something unique to you and who you are. 
Well, you know, what's interesting, maybe I'll just say just something just about um, how I got connected with, in, uh, with, with Jewish people, because I'm not Jewish. Okay. I was yeah. uh, born and raised in West Texas, where there's more horses than there are people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so this was back in, in the 60s. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the thing. They were called lay witness mission missions, where people would come no. from other uh, churches and stay in your home. They were born again. And, you know, you people were able to just to be right there with you and witness and so forth. So I was a, I was a youth. And we had gone um, skating mm. and one of the uh, guys in our group fell down and another person ran over him and broke his arm. Oh, no. I, saw, no. I saw that it was broken. And but then I, I noticed, I, you know, I'm not a believer, but I noticed all these believers gather around him and start praying for the guy. And I'm, I'm thinking, what are you guys doing? We got to get this guy to the hospital, you know. So I, I it was clearly broken. I saw it was above the wrist. And so that evening we uh, had, had a meal together and the guy was there and it was like nothing had happened. Wow. And I know it wasn't a bruise. It was for sure broken. I mean, absolutely. So I was up the whole night just kind of going over that. You know, just I could, you know, I had cognitive dissonance. I just didn't mm. know where to place it in my brain. Mm, yeah. You know, so the next uh, morning we were singing in the choir, the youth. And uh, we were singing How Great Thou Art, if you remember mm -hmm. that song. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I got a download of how great he really is, mm -hmm. how yeah. what, you know, the price that he's paid for us and and my need for him and just mm -hmm. the, just, you know, just this love that came over me. But what happened was that there was a light that came down through the ceiling, like just shining through the ceiling. Wow. And people were looking at it and they're punching, you know, the guy next to look, look at Rick, what, what's going on up there? And I'm looking out and I, I, I can see, I can barely see people because it's so bright, you know? Wow. And and so that that's when I was born. And the reason I wanted to tell born, born again, born again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, reason I wanted to tell that story was after I was in in college. I I was pre med and did really good on the medical college admissions test. Thought I would I would be a doctor, but then decided after working for a doctor that's not what I wanted to do. So you know you spend all those years and you go, man, what am I doing here? Yeah. So I, I won a tennis tournament. I was a good tennis player. So a guy hired me as an assistant tennis player, but uh, coach. But I wasn't making much money. So I was e eating a lot of oatmeal and peanut butter and sitting in my little trailer, you know, and each day I would read the scripture. So I came across the scripture. It said, pray for the peace of Jerusalem and those that do will prosper. So I saw the prosper part. And I said, I could definitely use that. So <laughs> I decided to, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, having no idea what that meant, you know? Wow. So as I began to pray, the Lord then just met me in the very same way as when I was saved. There was a big, a, a wow. large light that came right in there. But this time there was nobody there to witness it. I was just by myself. <laughs> but what happened this time is God gave me a supernatural love for the Jewish people. Yeah. So yeah. growing up in West Texas, like I said, more horses than people out there. I never re met a, a Jewish person. So I, I stood up and I told the Lord, OK, let's go meet a Jew, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he said, sit back down, son, I got some more to teach you. <laughs> so then I started reading, this is back when they didn't have much about, you know, uh, Jewish uh, culture and, and, and so forth about, you know, as far as Christianity. And so the, I just started reading the scripture from a whole different perspective, wow. seeing yeah. Yeshua in all the, the holidays, seeing all the prophecies about mm -hmm. him. They were just coming alive and, and so forth. 
Um, and then I was able to, I, I didn't meet a, a Jewish person at an a- outreach at a, uh, Indian, uh, reservation in huh. New Mexico. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow. He was there ministering to Indians too. Then, and then, so they just went from there. And then I ended up, of course, meeting my lovely wife and we got yeah. married and then just the, the whole story of it. And our, our Aliyah story is really quite amazing how we ended up making Aliyah, but yeah, yeah. And here we cool. are. That's amazing. That. Thanks for sharing that, Richard. Thank you That's very fun. Much. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What a beautiful story. It is. Who would have known? I just love how the Lord set you up completely for yeah. this moment in time, way back then, in such a sweet, gentle way, but yet mm-hmm. such a powerful way. Yeah. That it was yeah. an invitation into something you had no idea you would be where you are today. I yeah, that. I love that. Too. Yeah, it was just that I had happened when I was born again. And then when he gave me a calling to the Jewish people and yeah. with the same sign. So I, I knew it was like knew super it important. Yeah. You know, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't going to scoff at it. That's yeah. amazing. It's awesome. I think what was really special was, uh, you know, we've been here 19 years now. And um, during we've been here through a couple of the wars. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, during the probably the worst war was the second Lebanese war because mm. we were living on Mount Carmel in Haifa then. And so we were getting hit with rockets wow. from Lebanon yeah. on a regular basis. Some landed wow. very close to our house wow. and brought a lot of destruction. And at one point, Richard's parents called and said, come home, you know, to Texas. Yeah. And he said, I am home. Mm. Wow. Wow. And wow. I don't think they really understood that. Um, yes. Wow. But how powerful that Richard, you do. Yeah. Wow. I love that. Yeah, like like Ruth. Just as a little aside, tell this the, the story very quickly <laughs> about where we were in in the, the shelter and you went out to heat up the chili. That's <laughs> <laughs> a great guys. story. <laughs> yeah, so we were living in the bomb shelter during the second wow. war. Um, it was hard to get to the table. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Yep. Yeah, because the air ride sirens would go off and that was like, oh, back to the bomb shelter. So, um, yeah, uh, I went out to warm up some chili and our uh, kitchen and living room had a window that faced out onto the Haifa Bay. And you could see all the way into Lebanon on a clear day. Wow. Mm. So I was uh, just standing there looking out and I saw a light coming towards us. Wow. I didn't know what it was. And so I just yelled out, hey, there's a light coming towards us. And then suddenly I saw another light coming towards the light that was coming towards us. And it hit the other light and boom, there was a big explosion. Wow. So I was describing. She, she's giving a, a blow by blow description, you know, like she's a radio. In, you know, <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> there's a light and it comes another light. It hit the first light. <laughs> I didn't now know what no it was, light. but it was a Patriot <laughs> missile. Yeah. That wow. took out a missile that was heading probably straight for us. Yeah, right. So wow. That's crazy. <laughs> God that's is incredible. good. He is, he is good. good. Wow. And for you to see his goodness yeah. like that. Yeah. That's, yeah. Wow. That's awesome. So, mm-hmm. Carolyn, tell us a little bit about yourself. And then after you do that, I do have a question. I have a question for you, but I want to just hear a little bit about who you are. And yeah. Okay. Um, well, I grew up in an Orthodox Jewish synagogue near Chicago and um, loved growing up Jewish. Um, didn't really know anything uh, true about Yeshua, Jesus. Mm. That's that's his name in Hebrew. Yeah. Uh, 
And um, in fact, I grew up with a lot of lies, like most Jewish people, Mm -hmm. uh, hearing that Christians hate us and Mm -hmm. that the Nazis were Christians and this is what Christians do to Jews and and so forth. So, I mean, there were Holocaust survivors in our synagogue, so I heard their stories growing up Mm -hmm. and and believed them, of course. Yeah. Um, So You actually had kids throw rocks at you and call you a Christ killer. Yeah. It's growing up. Um, That was very typical. And asking my parents why, you know, who I didn't kill anybody. And they would just say, look, this is what Christians do to Jews. They hate us. So uh, I grew up basically yeah. hating Christians. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, um, and at one point um, I walked away from synagogue when I was in university and got into, you know, we all need to find something spiritual. <laughs> so I got into the new age and all my friends in the new age were Jewish. So we were all switching. Yeah. Yeah. And at one point uh, I was a hippie and just, you know, kind of a free spirit. Uh, Went down to Mexico, was singing the blues and bars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, one day, just minding my own business, I had a vision and Mm. I saw Jesus. I saw Yeshua, a host of angels singing with me. And I remember looking up and something fell off my eyes and I said, oh, it's Jesus and he's the Lord. And then I thought, I'm wow. not allowed to say that. So oh, like that was scary. Yeah. Uh, glorious, but frightening. Yeah. And so after that time, I returned to America. I was uh, working as a nurse. And um, I was a secret believer for four years. Oh, wow. Because um, I didn't know who I could tell. Yeah. Uh, and, and the thought never occurred to me to go to a church. Interesting. Because <laughs> Jews don't go to church. So right. I, yeah. I, why would I do that? Right. So I didn't go then, obviously. I believe there are many secret Jews, by the way, in mm-hmm. Israel, Jewish believers here in wow. Israel today. Mm-hmm. Um, but after four years, the Lord led me to a Messianic congregation. And there I found out the truth that yeah. I wasn't the only Jew in the world who believes. <laughs> yeah. But more important, uh, when I was told that about 80% of the people in the congregation were Christians, and I got a little upset, and I said, well, why are they here? They hate us. Uh... <laughs> and I was told, no, that's not true. Truly born-again Christians actually love the Jewish people. Yes. And love I had never heard that in my life. So yeah. I went through a healing and a deliverance. Yeah. Wow. In that mm. And God really just, yeah, set me on a good path. Wow. So that's amazing. I'm, I'm very, very, what I'm mostly grateful for at the beginning of that experience is that they didn't put me on the worship team uh, the next week when I came in. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of yeah. that thing happening. Yes. That the yeah. music mm-hmm. would become an idol. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yes. Instead, they said, lay it down, get wow. discipled, read yeah. the Bible. Yeah. So I did. I followed their good advice, the leadership, and um, yeah, I met Richard there. And I was curious okay, about that. Yeah, yeah. Really, I'm very grateful for wise leadership. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. Well, thank you for sharing that. I love that yeah. story. I was curious if that's where you guys ended up meeting. I'm yeah. like, okay, where does where the stories come together? Yeah, right, right. I love that. And so, where, yeah, where, well, where I, was that? I, Virginia Beach, Virginia Beach, the Beth Messiah congregation. Messianic congregation. Okay. Wow. I had gone for the first time, and Carolyn was up front leading uh, worship or leading, maybe doing a special song or something. She kind of caught my fancy, so I met her at the <laughs> water fountain, 
and ask her to that's water right. my camels, yeah. but she wouldn't. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But we, we worked it out. We, we, we got we a, it. We got out. a bargain somehow. Oh, that's that, that wasn't that. a pickup line that you were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to water my camels, baby? Oh. <laughs> Did you really say that, Richard? No. But it sounds good. It does. Though, it sounds it? great. It makes I for love a it. great story. It makes for a great story. Because <laughs> I just needed to know what Carolyn's reaction was if you really did <laughs> yeah, say that. Eyes right. rolling. <laughs> right. right. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so the question I have, I, that's really good. Hang on. Let me. <laughs> um, so. As we've been talking in our series about the stories from the table, and we've been really just talking to different people that have either been to our table, like I said, or they host their own table, or they are part of another table or whatever, but just really just what that looks like. And so my question for you is, because I think we don't fully understand the importance of a table and the significance, the significance of, it, yeah. of it. Yeah. And mm. And I'm just curious if maybe you could, I mean, is, is that true? First of all, and then, and in your experience and what you know of the Jewish, of the, the culture, Jewish culture, like how significant is meeting at a table or just being at a table? Yeah. Cause I think in us culture, unfortunately, especially today, it's kind of boiled down to like this piece of furniture we have yeah. that we use sometimes. Hmm. And that's not true. In Jewish mm-hmm. culture. Will you share with mm-hmm. us about that? Sure. Uh, well, the first thing that comes to mind when you say that is a one of the writings of the Jewish sages. Now, I'm not really big on the extra big biblical writings, but I, I did grow up with them. And mm-hmm. one that was is very significant. It's called Shulchan Aruch, um, which means it could mean literally the long table mm-hmm. or the prepared table. Mm. And a lot of um, it's based on some biblical things, but it's also just um, wisdom uh, Mm. of the Jewish sages that sitting around the table uh, was an integral part of especially Shabbat. Um, But also just this is where life happened was at the Mm. table, because when you have any get together of Jewish people, you're Mm going to have food. Mm. Yes, <laughs> it yeah. always involves food. Yeah. Um, so the Jewish mother asks, "Are you hungry?" And you say no, and she says, "Let me get you something." <laughs> yes. Yeah. No I mean, option. It's gonna, no option. Option. It's yeah. gonna happen. No matter. Yeah. There's no outs. Yeah. 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 And I, love it. I have great memories of our Shabbat table. When I grew up, I have three brothers, and my uh, mom and dad. Um, every Shabbat they would invite people from the Jewish community who are either single or widows or new people. Um, But they always wanted to make sure that the lonely had a place to sit at the table. Mm. And so I grew up with that. And I I really always admired that about my mom wanting to, I don't know if it made a difference to my dad as much, (laughs) Um, but my mom was very, very firm on that that we yeah. would have people on yeah. Shabbat. So you know, and of course, it. Passover is the ultimate uh, it's true. thing at the, yeah. that happens at the table in the Jewish culture. And you never, 
have a, you never not have room for somebody. Oh yeah. You oh, always yeah. make room. Yeah. What, no matter. You bring another table in. You Somehow you, you know, if, yeah. if somebody's there, they need a place to sit. Yeah. yeah. And especially at a Passover or a Shabbat, you just, you make room, you multiply, mm. God multiplies the food. I mean, yeah. one thing to consider is the uh, Psalm. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for mm-hmm. brothers to dwell together. Mm-hmm. But the Hebrew doesn't say dwell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says shevet. Um, and where do you, and that means to sit. Sit. Yeah. And where do you sit? You sit around a table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's really and and that's a very popular song that we sing. Um yeah, it's very interesting so, part. So life takes place around the table. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's it's the center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is the center in a Jewish home. The the table. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and Friday night is special. Even people that are secular that aren't you know really walking with the Lord or whatever, they're always going to be at home with their with their mom on uh, Shabbat or yeah. Shabbat. Interesting. Why would that be? It's part of the culture. Yeah. Yeah. On Friday night, you you might end up going to work on Saturday, mm-hmm. <laughs> which yeah. is okay. right. not supposed to. Uh, but on Friday night, they really put that aside for family time and they go to Safta and Saba's, you know, grandparents' house or mm. uh, yeah, you see it. It's very clear. Everybody yeah, is sitting around the table. Yeah, Man. beautiful. So what That's is the that idea that it's okay. the idea that 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 the Shabbat preserved the you the the Jewish people. Was it that the Jewish people kept Shabbat? The yeah. Shabbat kept the Jewish people. That's true. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just observing that, and you're seeing yeah. that to be true today. It sounds yeah. like, yeah, yes, yeah. With that, you know, you think about it when the Jewish people were scattered throughout throughout the whole world. Any other culture, they get assimilated. You know, it takes right. just two or three By generations. By the third generation, forget it. Maybe they eat a bagel once in a while. I mean, <laughs> but that's that's it. it. Yeah. Um, they they've proven this in like Greek culture and yeah. all the different cultures that immigrated to America. Mm-hmm. By the third generation, yeah, that was it. Maybe they ate a little of the food or used a yeah. little of the expressions, but but the Jewish people being scattered, they made it through hundreds of generations. Yeah, wow, thousands, their, yeah. thousands since seventy A.D. when the temple was destroyed, and we were scattered throughout the world. You've been listening to the Table and Well podcast. New episodes stream every Tuesday. To begin your journey to relational health, please go to tableandwellco.com and join our new online community. Or you can sign up for Connections 101, formerly called Community 101. Again, we invite you to join our online community at tableandwellco.com.